Previously on Short Quest Long Rest, Good Vibrations. Moving about with haste and purpose, like uh, like something is a buzz at the stewards right now. We have a meeting with a crew of the Good Vibrations. A man in a pristine blue and gold stewards uniform with his back to you. Yeah, it's my dad. Stewards have to maintain a separation from the personal wants and appeal to the greater good. So that's why you told my pops no? If you were to say hypothetically, say, sneak into his lengthy space. Haha, <laughs> you'd, you'd probably have a hard time killing Ginger. You guys have some decisions to make. You have a couple leads. You got some cred. You got a business card, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, yep, yep. So, what does everybody want to do next? Ooh. Well, I want to upgrade some gear, but I don't know if we need a... A yoink! I'm going to grab one of the credit sticks and pocket it. I like it. Yep. Cool, uh, so... Eddie will grab two and hand one to three. Anyone want to <laughs> go gamble? Not before I go upgrade my gear first. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to run out of money. That'd be funny. Y'all go to fucking the casino, just spend all your money, and no one upgrades anything for the. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I've got a yeah. complicated relationship with casinos. Oh, do tell. Well, last time I went to went to one, I left with that ship, so that was a good one. Okay, so we're taken back to this shadowy room with this single hanging light beaming down this hard contrasting halo over a small felt-laden table. The camera comes down the center revealing this hard-looking drow, his hair pulled back into a braid knit closely to their head, a number of cards in his hand as he peers over them with distrust and fury in his eyes, and before him, a small pile of chips. The drow is illuminated by this hard light, the area behind him completely pitch black and shrouded in shadow. The camera begins to spin to the right. You guys ever seen, uh, like, uh, that 70s show? Imagine that. Where it keeps cutting around all the characters, and they're like, uh, you know, smoking pot at the table. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's like that. So it <laughs> kind of spins slowly and to the right, and it leaves that uh, drow behind, and it pans to this Lashunta, and he's just sweating profusely, just, just, just soaked collar, and you see that their pile is even smaller than the previous. Their cards on the table as if, like, afraid to look at him. And then we pass to another player, this white-furred Ahsoki with a jacket full of, I don't know what, maybe holsters? Though empty, they look maybe like they hold knives or something like that. Uh, her pile isn't looking as rough as the previous two, but it's also not as high as the next players. 
the camera finally pans over to another player sitting behind a mountain of chips and various trinkets, their face hidden behind a bowl of ramen that they're currently shoveling into their face with a pair of chopsticks. The player brings down the bowl in a familiar face and man bun are revealed. One Eddie Fry, who looks around the group for a moment confused. <coughs> hmm? Oh, call. I'll call. The drow stares across the table, annoyed at Eddie. I'll bet you think you're fucking clever, don't you, punk? Well, how about this then? And he looks at the cards with a smirk and takes a small rectangular device similar to the size of a cell phone and throws it into the pot. Eddie, you would know this to be an Iggy stick, or in layman's terms, an ignition code card. Imagine them like uh, pink slips for a car. You hold on to that, you hold the rights to a ship it belongs to. Both of Eddie's brows shoot skyward, immediately interested. That's my new ship, mid-sized freighter, custom made by yours truly. I say, I have you beat, son. So you ready to go all in? Or you have your bollocks retreating up inside you then, bruv? This time, the air of indifference just fades slightly from Eddie as he looks at the pile, then his own. He looks at the stick and thinks about how much that would change his world. A new ship? No longer signing on to rust buckets or working for assholes. His own ship. Then the feeling that always accompanies true freedom. Dread. The fear that what happens when you have no one else to blame for your own failures. When it's all on you and you either rise or you fall. But that washes away. A tingle in the back of Eddie's brain starts to hum. Like a sweet melody. A little vibration tell him everything's gonna be all right miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take right yeah he'll push his chips all of them forward nice just uh, for dramatic effect <laughs> <laughs> yeah got that uh that eddie smile going uh i imagine and uh yeah and then uh pulls out another bowl of instant ramen setting it on the table and giving a small giving this like small string of the, on the bottom a yank and it caused the contents inside to like roil and bubble Lashunta already long folded stares wide eyed at the pot as the ships are shoved into the center and with a wily smirk the Ahsoki shakes her head and without a word throws her cards on the table folds her arms and leans back in her chair read them and weep the drow then lays down his cards, small plastic sheets with strange shapes and colors on them. Though we may not recognize what they mean, the players absolutely do. The Ahsoki chuckles, the Lashunted groans, but Eddie just takes the lid off his bowl of ramen. The other three players just stare at him for a moment as steam in the bowl slowly starts to burn his thumb. And uh, <laughs> I imagine he like, it starts it in his mouth like cursing. Just totally oblivious to the situation. I have all eyes on him at that moment. Oh, is that is that me? That's my it's my turn now. <laughs> and then he'll flip him over. Yep. And uh, as you flip him over, the Lashunta like audibly gasps, like oh, like 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 ridiculously over the top. Uh, the Ahsoki just proclaims with a chuckle, just uh, just no fucking way. That's awesome. Sucks to be you, Zed. And from the drow, an immediate just explosion of anger. Just fucking cheater. You fucking cheat. Whoa. 
relax. I'm sensing some bad feelings. The drow reaches under a table and pulls this hand cannon, oh, leveling at Eddie's head. Eddie, <laughs> yeah, Eddie. I imagine you pop back, bowl of noodles still in hand. The Lashunta fucking dives under the table. Uh, the Ahsoki puts her hands up and jumps back. Goes, "That's this tits has said. We're you supposed you. We're supposed to come on on. This is this is fucked, and it's gonna look real bad." Uh, the Drow, now called Zed by the Ahsoki twice, winces for a moment and glances her way, his mind drifting ever so slightly. Only for a moment, but that moment is all Eddie needs. Taking hold of the chopsticks in his bowl, Eddie flicks the hot contents towards his assailant. Zed tries to fire, but his face is doused with boiling sodium and noodles. He screams and fires wide, hitting the light and plunging the room into darkness. The sound of clattering chips can be heard as the chaos follows. A few quick footsteps, then light again as the door out to the hallway cracks and Eddie slips through, making a break for it. He bursts into this hallway. We can see him slip that Iggy stick into a data pad as he runs, and we see a small green and pink shape fall into step right behind him. <laughs> we all know who that is. Uh, the, the screen lights up and starts to filter through numbers, finally landing on a dock designation. 35C flashes on the screen as Eddie smiles and looks up just in time to see this full-blooded orc man attempting to grapple and restrain him. Quick on his feet, Eddie drops into a baseball slide as the, as the orc's giant mitts try to find purchase but can't. As Eddie passes under him, he reaches up and gives the brutes a little love tap on the old sack. <laughs> just as uh, Eddie's faithful shadow leaps above and as the orc doubles over from the, uh, the hit screen kicks off the back of his headset yeah. and sprawling onto the floor there it is <laughs> I love it uh, as Eddie and Scree round a corner the drow now named Zed bursts from the door burnt and angry you see the side of his face just red hot blisters starting to form definitely like third degree burns this motherfucker has been uh, boiled and he goes to give chase but stops for a moment almost lost in thought and this orc turns to him he's like oh sorry boss i'll go get him i swear and the orc groans no, as won't. he starts to <laughs> <laughs> you hear that echo down the hallway as he rounds and is gone and he starts to get to his feet still cradling his privates then a moment passes and zed kind of puts his hand on his shoulder and he like stops and thinks just for a second and you, you see almost like a relief on his chest like like kind of come off his shoulders he goes uh no bruv he ain't worth it we can get another ship and the orc seemingly confused at the response just nods and he's like oh. finally notices the boss's burnt ass face and he's like oh, oh geez boss we we gotta get you to a hospital he's like no worries mate i'll be fine and he turns back to the door with the orc, and as the camera pulls back towards the direction Scree and Eddie went, we hear softly, Hey, you, you think this makes me look hard? And then the screen kind of fades away. <laughs> then, uh, <laughs> but then, all of a sudden, it, it like, hard cuts to the bridge of the, of what we now know as the ship that this damn show is named after. Check it out. I locked the. T it's fine. Just take a second to enjoy it. This is all ours. 
He's going to go and just plop into the pilot's seat, kick his feet up. Love it. Yep. Just as he kicks his feet up, this, like, small, violet hologram of a draw woman with long hair pulled back into a ponytail peers next to him with her arms on her hips. He goes, uh, feet off the console. Oh, God. What? <laughs> Where did you come from? <laughs> Uh, okay, I think he drops like the gummy bear he was about to eat. I, <laughs> I'm like, oh god, this is my last one. Uh, I love it. And screams like immediately in defense mode. Like, Argh. I love it. <laughs> so, what are you? What are? What do? You, what do you want? Um, please leave the ship, Mister Homeless Man, and and take your pet with you. Uh, I can give you the address of a half dozen shelters within walking distance. You oh, see, like, a sorry. little screen pop up and start fucking, like, scanning through, like, sorry, addresses. Sorry, I can't help you. He's gonna pull out the the ignition stick and yeah. wave it around. I'm the captain of this vessel now. <laughs> so I'm gonna need you to take a chill pill. <laughs> Any questions can be directed to my first mate. And he jabs a thumb towards the screen. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting closer. You just slowly. Yeah, you, you just see her like face just like drop like. Oh, this is my life. Actually, you know, you know what? Give me the get, give me the rundown. What are we working with here? <laughs> so she sighs again. He goes. This ship is the Jandara, and I am the onboard virtual intelligent, or VI. And then she starts to explain all the like specifics of the ship and going through all the information. He's pushing buttons while she's talking. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, and, and this is a tier <laughs> ten. Da, 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 but would, would you stop doing that, you fools? I swear, if this is what it's going to be like. Could you just delete me now? That would be very helpful. Please. <laughs> Scree is like chomping at the hologram. Just like, ah, ah, ah. Well, Eddie's been pushing the buttons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Vi. I didn't catch all that. Uh, oh, that's not bad, huh? Vi, Vi, I'm going to call you that. Your name's Vi now. What do you think, Scree? Rolls her eyes. Scree likes it. And he has very discerning tastes. I'm sure he does. He's just, like, nodding emphatically, all the while kind of, like, waving his hand through the hologram, like... <laughs> yeah, just head cocked to the side, annoyed. She just kind of, like, snaps her fingers, and the ship lights up and, like, comes online ready to ready to launch and everything. Yeah, this thing is nice. Needs a new name, though. That one's not cutting it. The Jandara? No. That's not... No. That doesn't say Eddie, you know? I'm getting good vibes off this thing, though. I'll have to give it some thought. She, and he kind of rubs the dash. He's like, she'll tell us her name as we go, huh, buddy? Look over at the screen. And he's just, like, given up on annoying the, the hologram and pops up into the co-pilot chair. Yep. Yep, for a joyride. Yep, and... Eddie punches the throttle, and the ship launches itself out into space. And thus was born the 
Good vibrations? Question mark? <laughs> Later. <laughs> At a future date, he sits up in bed. That's it. <laughs> Here's the good vibrations. Scree. Scree. <laughs> just runs out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it. Great Scott. <laughs> Scree just bursting uh, out of a vent like... <laughs> <laughs> looking around for the danger, <laughs> like, so concerned. That's one of the good trips, is what you're saying. The rest of them have been pretty bad. Not really good at lying. Really. Oh. Makes you pretty bad at gambling. It's a miracle you got through the freaking Aslanti in that disguise. Uh, well, I mean, I didn't say a word, so that explains that. Yeah, I did all the lying for him. You know, I'm just, I'm really good at bluffing, so I've always loved casinos. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a bit of shopping, but you have fun. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people underestimate me. They hear me talk, and they kind of go, oh, okay, well, she's a dumb bimbo, so obviously she doesn't know anything. And then I take their money. Yeah, let them think what they want. You wanna, you wanna get in on it then? Huh? <laughs> Maybe after I get my shopping done. Okay. See. Fine. Mr. Boring. Yeah, he's looking for, he's definitely looking for something specific. Um So this would be the type of shop that has like magic tech type okay. stuff. Um this well you don't Final really Fantasy. know this place very well. In fact, uh Sadoon's card, um the name of the place is called Spike Spiked Spike Spikes. Spike Spikes. <laughs> <laughs> Like shot, 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 shot. No, all spelled differently. Spikes, spiked, spike, spikes. Nice. I like it. Yep. Confusion. <laughs> Where the hell is this place? Oddly enough, in the spike. Weird. <laughs> yep. But anyway, so you guys are heading down to spike, 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 spikes? Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, while we're mm-hmm. at it, we'll f- go find the, uh, the rig house. We might... uh. Are we going to be staying on the ship, or are we going to find a place to crash on Absalom? Yeah, we can find somewhere. Alright. Plenty of places to stay. There's hotel. I mean, this is, this place is, yeah, again, it is, it is like New York City. There is all types of shit. Like, there are rings that are like, for example, there's an area called Fogtown. Fogtown is made up of, like, gas gaseous uh like atmosphere so any creatures that survive in like gassy atmospheres and stuff like gas giants and shit can just walk around fine and everybody else has to wear hazmat suits there's a whole nother place called um the puddles which the entire section has been flooded for aquatic creatures to live and so there is like you name it this place has entire sections devoted to certain types that are miles long entire cities and stuff separated inside this giant giant space station so you know i wonder if i could call jj and have him set up something nice go for it (laughs) sorry as long as i don't have to hear it no it's fine but Um, i'm gonna call jj are you guys in the meantime while she's calling jj are you guys uh are you guys gonna make your way down to spikes yourself or are you calling virginia to give you guys a ride might as well get a lift yeah, shit, it's free right now. Yeah. Okay. So, yep. As uh, so, I, I assume one of you texts Virginia. Yeah. And uh, uh, so Ginger, as you dial up, 
the again rings immediately and he picks up go for jj oh hey jj it's uh ginger ginger hey i uh i've actually already been working on some things moving in and shaking no problem i'm gonna have something lined up for you any second now what uh but uh you, you, you're normally not the one that calls me usually i call you what's going on oh great yeah no um you know i have a need for a couple of people to get like a nice place to stay while we're on Absalom Station, if you could set hey, it up. It's what I do. I do what you need. You are the talent. I facilitate. That's what they call me. They call me JJ the facilitator. So, what do you need? What do you want? Do you want uh, you want something uh, up in the uh, the eye? Something very pretty, maybe overlooking Jadembe Park. You want something maybe in the arms? You want something over in puddles so you can see a nice like a whale just float by or something while you're sleeping? What do you want? What do you want? You know they have they have nice uh, whale sounds as you sleep down there. I, what, me and my wife one time took a took a weekend there. It was fantastic. It's fantastic. My shoes got wet a lot, but you know that's something you deal with. Oh. Oh, I am really tempted by whale song. I know, boys, it's beautiful. Oh, it took me right to sleep. Boys, I slept lads, for three folks, days straight. You know. Do you want whale song or do you want sights like Oh my god, the park is so pretty. Um mainly I want a bed. <laughs> okay, I kinda I really want to see boat. the whales. JJ, can you set that up? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I'll get you guys set up with your own little uh, uh, car that can shake you there. You guys have uh, uh, a setup for anybody that can uh, can get you around as far as Oh, yeah. No, we you... have transportation. Oh, unless. We've already called Virginia. She's on her way. We're not getting someone else. Okay. We've already got a ride. Okay. That is nice. And say, uh, who, who'd you get? What? Uh, who you got over there? Oh, their name's Virginia. Who, uh, do you know who they work for? Was it uh, is it the uh, uh, Absalom Town uh, Town Car uh, Rental? You know I don't pay attention to these things. Oh yeah, because they do good. They do good work. They got good people over there. They, you know, they they're, they're earnest people. But uh, you know, I, I I got I got a cousin, but you know he's he's kind of an idiot. But that's 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 beside the point. Anyways, yes, I can get you set up. Uh, there's a place over there, uh, down in uh, down in the puddles. There's a couple places. I'll figure it out. I'll send you. The, I'll shoot okay. you all the information over. Uh, you give it to your driver. She'll take you there. She'll make sure you're taken care of, so you guys don't drown. Okay. Has a heads up. There's like a half dozen of us, so. Uh, that's not a problem. Are you sharing one room? I think two of us are, but the rest of us are okay. 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 Uh, so okay. So I guess three. Five rooms. Okay, yeah, I know I, I can afford that. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I can I can make it work. I can make it work. No problem. No problem. I got you covered. I got you covered. You know, whatever you need, I take care of it. I want you to remember that. I want you to remember that when when you needed JJ, JJ was there. Okay? Okay. okay. I love you, Booba. Yeah. Kisses and hugs. Mwah, mwah, mwah. And he hangs up the phone. <laughs> Please sign off with that every time. <laughs> I am now. It became his thing. I was like, after I did it, I was like, the first time, I was like, I think I'm going to have to do this every time now because that was kind of fun. But, uh... <laughs> I love him. <laughs> so, uh, uh, shortly thereafter, a few minutes later, um, uh, Virginia, the, you see the town car pull up and Virginia steps up. She goes, you're like, well, that wasn't too long. You guys, uh, you guys got done pretty quick, huh? Short, sweet, to the point. Mm, yep. Well, like, you're not in any trouble, right? I mean, I, you know, I, the stewards and whatnot. I mean, I got a, Fair. I got a cousin who's in the stewards, but he's, he, he's, I don't he's think a good they would have let us out if we were in trouble. 
I guess that's a good point. You're probably right. Yeah, they'd probably capture there. Yeah, not yet, anyway. Well, so uh, where are we going? Going on the spike. Ooh, you guys slumming it tonight, huh? Um, where are you heading? You guys, uh, you guys got a specific place? Have you heard of this place? I'll pull out the card. She looks at it and she's like, "Oh, I know where that is. Yeah, yeah. I, I, the the name sounds familiar, but I, I know where that is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. No problem. Hop on in. We'll get down there." And she uh, clicks the little button. The doors open up for you guys to get in. And uh, when you get when you guys actually get in this time, you do see like all the 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 nuts and the uh, water bottles have been replenished. Holy. <laughs> So we're gonna make Scree into a little 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 water roly poly by the end of this. <laughs> it's just gonna be like oh his stomach's gonna be like really yeah. distended. He's gonna like sloshing uh, around. Uh, just rolling him uh, down the <laughs> down the street. So uh like a hippopotamus. It's just <laughs> eats everything. I love it. I love it. So yeah, you guys uh, all hop in the car. You guys uh, take off down the way. Um, they do a couple turnoffs again, similar to like when they went to the bar. But this time, um, they turn off, and there's kind of like a, uh, like almost like a pylon that runs like straight up. You and you've noticed a couple of these here and there, like as you guys were going down the main hub, like literally just like a pylon that ran straight up to the top of the the. And they're not, the ceiling's not crazy high in this place. Like, it's big. And there are, like, buildings that seem to go straight up to the ceiling. And you know from looking from the outside, some of these buildings, like, go up to the ceiling and then are built on the outside back up. Like, a big skyscrapers literally, like, start in one of the arms and just go up and then outside into space. Like, but at the ceiling, the ceiling's only, like, probably 50 feet tall. Like, as far as where the, uh, the actual, like, fake sky type thing is. Um, but they come to, to one of these pylons, and you see there's kind of a line of cars there. Not terribly long, but uh, um, as they pull up, the, the it, pylon will fit probably three or four cars at a time. And they pull in, and then you essentially an elevator, like a car elevator. And it takes you down down a couple levels in the, the spike. And then she comes out, and she drives a little further into the center of the of the the station itself because it kind of slopes in so she's like coming down a couple sections and moving closer in and coming down a couple sections to get further down into the spike um until finally the guys hit the floor that you're on and and you as you come out you do see that this is this is a bit rougher of a neighborhood this is uh you know a lot of trash in the streets neon signs everywhere everything this is very blade runner like in fact that's probably the perfect way of like envisioning it like that that very like neo tokyo like just like it's not raining but it feels like everything's wet and gross a little bit like and there's like trash strewn across the streets um you know you probably see half a dozen fights go by in fact as your guys are going by uh, eddie do me a favor roll me a perception check perception yep give me a real quick perception check nice so as you're cruising down the the street you got your headphones on just listening and you look out the window and you see sitting on the the street corner like around street corner but like kind of next to an alleyway um a bear uh which looks to be dressed in like human attire a little bit he's got some like beads and a necklace bone necklace again you know this bear in fact as you pass by and look at him he kind of like points at you 
and it's one of those like, hey, I know that guy type looks. And then the car passes by. Size just kind of go wide and he sits up and looks out the window. <laughs> yeah, he just it disappears in the back as the guys are a block away at this point. As uh, <laughs> as uh, Virginia keeps moving down the uh, uh, down the road, he just kind of blinks and shakes his head. <laughs> so uh, so as you're coming down the street, you you can see the lights and hear the music before you actually see a, a, this building. Um, there's just this booming rock music it plays as you get closer and you start to see these hologram ads lining the street. You see this Vesk firing this giant minigun type weapon and the image slows down into like this like slow motion and then it zooms in as the shells fly through the air and it, it zooms in on the, the Vesk's face and he winks and then when he winks the camera like the sparkle like like fills the entirety of the hollow vid and it becomes this diamond and then like repeats and does it again and then you see another one of this handsome half elf in a trench coat and he like flicks his coat out and pulls out these two pistols and starts doing all these gunslinging things and then these like girls in bikinis come up and like grab onto his arms it's like this really cheesy like 80s advertisement and and then like he like like smiles at the camera and like the out of his teeth like the whiteness of his teeth blings and it turns into this diamond insignia and then you see several more of these crazy over-the-top hollow ads as you're coming down the street and uh and now as you finally pull up to this place you can see these giant spotlights like sweeping back and forth like in front of this enormous like warehouse slash storefront and you see it's like this superstore, and on top of it is this logo of this giant diamond and you see all these like guns and armor and weapons on display and shit and then the the car pulls up and uh parks uh what are you guys doing this is excessive but i love it i'm going in so you're gonna ha- hop out and start heading that way yeah so as you go to to hop out virginia points at it and goes that yeah, that's freaking awesome. But you guys are going there. And she points off to the right. And you see this shitty little bodega on the corner. Uh, <laughs> and this, like, crooked sign that's hand-painted that just says, Spikes, 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 Spikes. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm still going there. I was going to say, that's that's Diamond's Defensive Surplus. That's, like, the premier place to buy shit. Like, that, that. You want good guns and stuff, that's where you go. Uh, I heard of Spikes. He's he, he's kind of a staple down here under Spike, but, like, you know. He, so he sells some type of special sword. I think it's a, a Kasatha sword or something like that. I don't know. But, uh, uh, but yeah. But uh, you guys, uh, that's, yeah, that's the, that's the address to, to Spikes. She points to that shitty bodega. So what's everybody Sadoon, doing? Sadoon deflates slightly, but then goes over to Spikes. <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, so as Virginia points to this thing, it's this extremely humble shop. Uh, it's a little run down, like a little corner bodega. Uh, and the music of the luxurious and ostentatious store lowers slightly, and you hear this like a movie trailer voice comes in and goes, In a world where danger lurks around every corner, there is one place one proprietor that can hook you up to fuck shit up welcome to diamonds defense and surplus plus 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 like in the background and then the rock music kicks back in 
And so, uh, so as you head into spikes, 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 you're immediately greeted with this ridiculously strange juxtaposition of the shop itself. Though the shop is clean and tidy, all the display racks are just covered in what might be considered junk. Like weapons, equipment, armor, like just about anything you could think of is there. They just don't look to be in great shape. Everything looks a little iffy. But when you look to your left, however, you see that there's a counter and this Kasatha laying there, just kind of lazily, not laying there, I'm sorry, sitting at the counter and like on one, like one elbow down, actually probably two elbows down, like with their head resting on their fist, um, flipping through a magazine. But set behind them is these very pristine, specific swords. And these are swords that are uh, Kasatha like specialties and they are you might know them as spined blades they are like well known for uh among like the more honorary weapons of kasatha that they are like used to for hunting and fighting and they're usually like they have they have essentially the ability to like be poisoned and like will like inject poison into a like your enemies and stuff like that but uh but yeah so as you pull in like i said got a whole bunch of junk and then you have um, these nice swords, but you will see that all the junk stuff is like super discount stuff. Like we're talking like 50, 60, 70% off on everything comparatively. So what y'all doing? Yeah, does, does anyone follow me or does everyone just like sit in the car? Yeah, as I say, what's uh, everybody else doing? This is kind of fun, because since the dude was going, but I was like, I just had to keep going, I think it's too much. Oris, Oris followed him. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ginger came inside, too. It's a show. Okie dokie. Okay, cool. So, yeah, as uh, as you guys, like, walk up to the counter, he is essentially, like, uh, sitting there, he's like, oh, oh, customers. Hello. Hello, I'm Spike. These are Spike, 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 Spikes. And points at the back of the wall. I hold an assortment of items. You guys are free to browse and buy whatever you want. They're all very in conditions of various sorts, but uh, you'll see the price. Can't go wrong with the price. Except if, unless you want one of my brilliant spine blades, I craft these myself. I am a Kasathan blacksmith, and I have created these. Comes from my family. So... Uh, please look around. If you have any questions, please uh, feel free to ask me. Great. Goes back to sitting at the, the desk. Sadoon uh, straightens up a little bit. Okay. Like, oh! Oh, I see ya. Fellow Kasatha, how, how are you? Please, look around my wares. If anyone could appreciate my selection of honorary Kasathan weapons, it would be one such as yourself. I... I'm also just looking to upgrade my armor right now, but I would like to look at those blades. Hmm, yes. Uh, well, uh, do yeah. you have a do you have a suit, a D suit lying around? That's decent condition. Hmm. Let me take a look. I believe over in that pile, he kind of like one of his large arms kind of like goes up over your head, points over, and you see there's like like how these things are arranged is ridiculous. Like it, they are nice display cases. But on, like, the shelves of the display cases will just be a 
cardboard box with a assortment of armors just thrown in the middle of it. And then, like, there are actual, like, bulletin board, not bulletin boards, but, like, uh, like, uh, tack board type things to, like, put the weapons up and stuff on. But usually half of them are just kind of, like, either at a weird angle or just, like, hanging by one and just kind of, like, hanging there slightly. Everything is just disheveled and shitty and it just looks like, it looks like as if you were going to a lost and found. And he's like, yes, I believe there's a box over there that is, uh, and, uh, I'll walk up to the, I sit in and walk up to the counter and hand over the card received mm. from Lidvar. Oh! Oh! Excellent! Yes, um, oh man, I didn't realize I even put these out. I mean, the last time I handed any of these out was back when I opened the shop. What was that? That had to be 15 years ago. Jeez, oh my god, has this been 15 years already? Oh my, okay, well. Well, yes, uh, yeah, this is, this will be a discount on the, the, the already discounted items. So, you said you're looking for a D-suit? Y yes Okay, yes, uh, I believe there's one over there that's in, uh, I guess you would say decent condition. Um, I believe the person in there, I think they threw up inside of it, but it's not, it's not real bad. I think most of it's been scrubbed out, and... Uh, you'd have to take a look, but yes, I think it's at fifty percent off. <laughs> and uh, Sadoon's just gonna kind of stroll over there, feeling very uh, off-put by <laughs> something here. You know, I uh, so I'm not really uh, a weapons and armor person myself, but I'm so curious. Uh, where do you get all these things? Well, I mean, you see, most people, they want to, uh, I'll be honest, not many people buy here. They usually buy at Diamonds because it's so fancy and it's got its music and all, all of its fancy hollow vids, but they need the money to buy there, so they sell here, and I usually only give them about 10% on the dime. So then I turn around and sell it for a cheap at uh, 50% or so, and I make the money. So, right, mostly right. people just down on their luck, really. You ever think, like, maybe you'd sell a little better if it wasn't... It's a little chaotic in here. Well, here's the thing. I opened the shop to originally be a on-a-weapon place for Kasathans to come and purchase weapons for themselves. The thing is, is most Kasathans that are in this area either come with family blades or have something along those lines, and they don't really want to buy mine here. It's kind of what it evolved into. I wanted to do this, and then, instead of it being spined blades, as we call them, uh, people kept calling them Spikes. And my name is Spike, well, Spikala, and... They called them spikes, and they were spiked, and were in the spike, so it just kind of became a thing, so I, it became spikes, spiked, spike, spikes, and I don't really, I, I don't care for the name personally, but it is what it is, so, um, but I would prefer, if it was my dream, I would be selling these beautiful ornamented blades that I create myself. If you would like to take a look, and he, like, pulls one off the, the shelf and hands it to you, he's like, as you can see. Oh, no, 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 I'm a pacifist. I don't even reach for the weapon. I know, but maybe you could just have it, like, if it's a look. Like, it's just cool. You can put, like, put it on a wall. You know, no? do you, have you ever thought, like, all right, so the the, spi the the spines on these? Yes. They look pretty fine. Have you ever thought of making a comb? Uh, 
comb. <laughs> well, traditionally, unless implants are put in, Kasathans don't have um, hair. So, Right, no, but like, you know, a lot of species of do, and you could actually, like, you know, since you're so practiced with making spikes, like, think of all the other shit that spikes come on. What? Huh. You know what? Give me a, uh, not a bluff check. What do we want to do here? I want to see if you can inspire this guy to do something new with his his entire world. Diplomacy? <laughs> yeah, give him a diplomacy check. Give me a diplomacy check. Oh, God. Nope! <laughs> <Next one>. What? <laughs> so he's just like, I feel slightly dishonored that you would reduce my entire life and livelihood to making accessories for other creatures' extra well, follicles? I don't even know how to respond to this. But here's the thing, like, is your honor making you money? No, the shit in my store is making me money. Okay. I'm sorry, I think we got off on the wrong foot. I'm Ginger. Hello, Ginger. My name is Spikelasan Daluvan, fourth of his name. Uh-huh. Can I just call you Spike? Yes, most people do. So, um, that would be fine. Okay. How you doing over there, Sadoon? <laughs> this one has a hole in it. But, uh, I think it can be patched up just fine. In fact, actually, uh, uh, Oris, give me an uh, engineering check. Engineer. <laughs> or science. Whatever's better for you. Whatever you like, buddy. Or whoever is good at engineering can throw this out 29. there. 29. Okay. Yeah, if anybody, anybody who's good at engineering, if they want to throw it too, but they would know. Looking at this stuff... Oh, Natty 20 from Eddie with a 31. Damn, okay. You guys are some... You guys are good at this. Shit. Uh, so, um, yeah, looking at all this junk, like, you're pretty sure using some UPBs, you could fix this shit up. It would take time. It wouldn't be something you could just slap on and use. Like, most of it would have what they call the broken condition. But, given enough time, you could easily put this shit back together put it right back up into functioning order it would just take time and upbs and not even a lot of upbs like just a scrap stuff or else we'll start looking okay hey spike yes yes what can i do for you you have anything in the way of uh teleportation pucks teleportation pucks mm -hmm. one sec let me take a look um look that shit up um, let me see. Uh, hmm. What he have? I'll tell you what. Give me a D100 roll. Yep. Uh, he actually happens to have a... Uh, let me see. So do you just need one or two? I think you just need one. Okay, need one? Yep, he actually has one. He's just like, you know what? I think I remember seeing one of those. They're back in the behind the those those uh those fusion cannons over there. Um, they're right behind. There's a box of little gadgets and devices. Um, but yeah, there's uh, there's some back there. Last I knew, um, the last person that tried to use it, I got turned inside out when he activated it. But uh, um, I'm sure that won't happen. I'm sure that'll be fine. No, it's fine. It's fine. I'm yeah, sure I'm it's sure fine. it'll be fine. How much? 
I'll say, yeah, with the whole, I think there's some pieces of him still on it. So, yeah, let's go, say, 750. Sounds good. Okay. Deal. You're the proud new owner of a inside-out teleportation puck. I'll fix it up. So, hey, Oris, if you think you could patch this up for me, I, I assume you're good with this sort of stuff. I just... Give it enough time, I can. Okay, that'd be great, because uh, the second skin's not cutting it. <laughs> yeah. Sure. We should be able to do something. Perfect. And Oris is looking for a new long rifle. Okay. What you thinking? The Serpent Laser Corona. Serpent Laser Corona. Okay, let's see what we got. What's that? Uh... Yeah, no problem. Yes, there's one over there. Next to where those pucks were, there's a there's a, a, some some old cages for uh, squawks. Um, there's a stack of them. If you go underneath that and just to the left, I think there's it's in two pieces. The the barrels over there and the stock and firing mechanism is over there. So yeah, go ahead. If you put those together though, there's there's no problem. Great. Well, as long as it's got all the pieces. <laughs> How much for yes. the pieces? Uh, let's go say 700 for the barrel and let's say 600 for the uh, stock and firing mechanism. Do you know what? You got a deal. Excellent. This is the most business I've done in years. Uh, Spicala, how much is this uh, D suit here? Uh, D suit? Um, let me see. Uh, that is roughly. I'll say fourteen fifty for the whole thing. If uh, I, I'll take fifty dollars off for the dry cleaning fee. It is still fifty percent off, which is way better than fourteen fifty. Deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you hadn't noticed, that's literally what I'm doing with all these. It's, it's roughly about fifty percent off. I'm not doing the math great on a few of them, just because I thought it'd be fun to mix it up a bit. But I could make it exactly. But this is more fun. Right. Anything else anybody else wants to buy out here? Oh, I'm having a... Uh, I'm debating between an armor upgrade or not. Yeah. I mean, there are... Yeah, there's lots of stuff you could get. Armor upgrades are another big thing, or you can save it. But uh, yeah, while you're thinking, I think he uh, he, he approaches Sadoon one more time and be like, Are you sure you weren't interested in, in one of these splendid blades? You seem like one that would be just... We'd be interested in such things, you know, setting yourself up. Obviously, you're 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 blazing your own path, you know, trying your your way at the world. And you, wouldn't it be great with your own own new sword, a, a spined blade, a Kasathan spined blade? You put poison in them, you know. You can put poison in them, right? That's that's great and all, but there's I had my own blade. Oh, and family blade had. So, I was wondering if maybe you've had some goon try to pass it off to you. Um, goon, well. And I will, Sadoon will go into the description of the blade. Yeah, so as you go into the description of the blade, it, the character, the guy is like, yes, I do remember seeing that. It was, uh, it was one of the, uh, uh, gangly one. 
red eyes, sharp teeth. I believe they call them Brackums. He was in here. He wasn't trying to sell it, though. He was he was showing it off in front of some other people. Last I knew, he was running with the Clorthos, but I haven't seen him around in a few months now at this point. And beneath the dune's mask, you could just see their, like, jaw just, like, working back and forth at the description. Yes, and as I said, they at the time, they worked for the Clortho, but again, I haven't seen him for a few months. I don't know if he skipped planet or where he went. Well, that is uh, good information that I can work with. Yeah. So, Eddie, most likely, and Eddie Scree and uh, Oris would already know them. Ginger and Sadoon, give me a culture check. If this is related to the underworld, the DC is reduced by five for me. Go for it, buddy. It is. Absolutely is. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Ginger, unfortunately, you don't. You, you, you've you nerd the name. But uh, the rest of you, the the Clortho Syndicate, uh, the Clortho Brothers, are well known in the underworld uh, of, of Absalom Station. In fact, Eddie, you may remember that a said Clortho brother was who you won the good vibrations from. Oris, <laughs> Oris, <laughs> you may remember the name Clortho coming up on the news that fateful day when the Stone Tail boss that you ended, um, that they had attacked uh, an orphanage run by the Clortho Syndicate. So, a little bit of a mixed uh, bag as far as this goes. Some of you might have some beef. Some of you, um, you know, might not uh, dislike them too much. And some of you might uh, might not want to run into them again. But one thing that happens is uh, after you, Sadoon, get done talking with with Spike about uh, the Clorthos, and he mentions the Clorthos, he actually looks up at the entryway of his shop and he goes, well, speak of the devil. And standing in the doorway is this uh, Sheeran dressed in street clothes and has just a kind of a supposed to be concealed pistol but very unconcealed in his waistband. He goes, The Clotho Brothers would like to see you. Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed, please like, follow, and leave a comment. Also, you can support us at patreon.com slash sqlrpod. You can follow us on Twitter at sqlrpod or join our Discord through our invite banner at shortquestlongrest.wordpress.com. Keep smiling. We'll see you next time, family.